Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So let's focus on decriminalization of drugs. Now, as you know, uh, our province uh, began a pilot project to decriminalize the possession of two and a half grams of hard drugs uh, in British Columbia. Now, across the province, many municipalities have been concerned about how this will impact their community. Now, a Maple Ridge City Councillor is, is uh, proposing a new bylaw to ban open drug use in city parks and places where people gather. Councillor Ahmed Yusuf wants to restrict the consumption of controlled substances at city facilities like parks or on highways, public spaces. Uh, He wants that all prohibited just as public consumption of alcohol and smoking is prohibited. Uh, Many other communities have been looking at this as well. Recently, there have been motions, similar motions in Kamloops and Campbell River and Sycamus as well. Councillor Ahmed Yusuf joins us now. First question to you is, why do you think this is needed in Maple Ridge? I believe this is needed in Maple Ridge, and specifically the way I worded it was to address open drug use in city parks and outdoor gathering spaces because this is, these are the spaces that our children and youth are frequenting the most. And as we know, uh, children and youth tend to model behaviors that they see. Normalizing this behavior uh, and exposing them to hypodermic needles and glass pipes does not bode well for our futures as guardians and stewards of future generations Mm -hmm. for their safety and ours. I believe it's pertinent that we do our part and as a municipal government, uh, we only have control over our city parks and some of our outdoor gathering spaces where we can uh, enact a bylaw to to prohibit this kind of behavior. Having personally uh, visited some of our supportive housing facilities one week ago today with the mayor and and most of our council members and seeing the difficulties uh, uh, that come from a life of using hard drugs and and the hard life Mm -hmm. that people are currently living and have been exposed to over years and are really working hard to try to overcome, I honestly cannot live with myself knowing that members of my community and and possibly some of my loved ones will be exposed to this and may end up falling into the grips of addiction. And uh, I I try to do my part. uh, And as you said, we have bylaws already in place prohibiting tobacco, alcohol, and cannabis use, but yet hard drugs that are severely addictive and have a detrimental effect on individuals' lives are not. What impact, if any, do you think this would have? I mean, I, I realize you don't want to see the use of of hard drugs, but the people who are using these hard drugs out on the streets or have, have deep challenges with in regards to addiction, mental health challenges as well. It, it would a bylaw like this make a difference when these individuals have much tougher um, challenges before them that they're not going to worry about some city bylaw? You know, uh, we eat the elephant one bite at a, at a time. And as a municipal government, this falls within our purview. I hope to also send a signal to the provincial government hmm. to start addressing the the core causes of these addiction issues and start really putting some funding behind treatment centers and helping people 
better their lives. As you've mentioned, there have been communities around the province that were recently demonstrating and saying enough is enough. We're seeing quite a significant uptake in open drug use since the decriminalization. I personally don't believe it's working in anyone's favor. It's actually gone in the opposite direction. And again, my main focus with this motion is predominantly for the next generation, for children and teenagers and youth that would otherwise be exposed to this, trying to mitigate those risks from them falling into it or seeing this as something that should be normalized and accepted. Uh, it's, it's simply not. We don't accept tobacco and, and alcohol consumption. Why would we accept hard drugs? So I want to touch on a little bit, you're saying the, the pilot project, which I refer to it as a pilot project, now it's running uh, from mm-hmm. January 2023 to January 2026. The police will not make an arrest or seize the drugs um, if people have, if they possess up to two and a half grams of uh, illegal drugs. Now, for personal use, so that could be heroin, uh, morphine, fentanyl, crack and powder cocaine, uh, and methamphetamines. Uh, in your community, since the pilot project came in, uh, in it was brought in January 31st of, of this year, you're seeing you're saying it's gotten worse in your community in regards to open use of uh, of hard drugs in public places, so kids can see it, other citizens can see it as well. Absolutely, um, you know it's it's so rampant uh, that not just myself as a parent, but other parents around the community are complaining about their inability to allow their children to play at a park. Our daycare and child care centers have to inform and train their staff to go out and do sweeps of playgrounds uh, to ensure that they're safe and clean. Uh, teenagers themselves, you know, 10-year-olds, even up to teenage years, that are not being allowed by their parents to uh, go to certain parts of town as a result of this open drug use. Uh, It's still early on enough that we don't have the actual data and the numbers to, to support it, but anecdotally, you speak to anyone and they will tell you they've seen quite an increase in in drug use and and you know in drug related behaviors as well. And this is what my motion speaks to. I'm not uh, you know opposed to any particular person or any category of persons. I'm addressing behaviors and behaviors that I certainly hope that we can all agree are not good for our children and are used to be exposed to and to be normalized and desensitized to. Christine in Maple Ridge. Hi, Christine. Hi, Jazz. Thank you for taking my call. Long-time listener, first-time caller. (laughs) There you go. Thank you for calling. What's on your mind? Uh, What is on my mind is uh, if (laughs) Councillor Yosef would like to uh, prohibit the use of illegal drugs in our parks and public spaces, perhaps he should be advocating for the establishment of a safe consumption site in our community. This is something I've been advocating for in Maple Ridge for years. Um, The three supportive housing buildings that we have in Maple Ridge do have safe consumption sites. However, they're only available for the residents of those uh, buildings. Hmm. So folks that live on our streets have no choice but to use outside or in washrooms of restaurants and uh, gas stations, you know, and um, quite frankly, 
if they don't have a place inside to use, I would much rather see them using outside with a friend who can witness their use and make sure they stay safe. Councillor uh, Yusuf, your thoughts on uh, from Christine's comments about the real issue here is a safe consumption area. And as she said, perhaps it's better that they do it in the open so they can be safe, hopefully with a friend. And, and if there is an emergency, somebody would be around to help. What are your thoughts on those those comments? Well, uh, thank you, and, and to Ms. Bosley as well for the question. My concern with that is that, one, our community has, uh, over the years, mm-hmm. stood against uh, a safe consumption site being established in Maple Ridge. Uh, as a representative of the majority, uh, we live in a democracy, I would like to abide by and oblige the constituents and the community at large. Uh, I'm not opposed to advocating to the province to allow the already existing uh, safe consumption sites that are within the three facilities that, uh, quite frankly, dot our downtown core to be open for the public. However, the establishment of an additional and only uh, safe injection site has not really, uh, shall we say, worked or been successful in the past. It tends to become a gathering space where now the dealers know where to go. They can target the users much more uh, precisely. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, as we said, this is something that having seen the effects of these hard drugs on people's lives, uh, physically and mentally and and overall, uh, it's not something that I would want to encourage or to have people further uh, being enabled to consume. Quite the contrary, as I mentioned earlier, I, I would very much advocate for the province to start funding treatment options and treatment centers and provide us with the on-demand treatment that is desperately needed so we can save people from the grips of addiction, get their lives back on track, and help them to have a full and happy and, 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 and fulfilling life ahead of them, rather than continuing the vicious cycle of addiction. All right, well, let's go to Ron in Surrey. Hi, Ron. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Your thoughts? Well, my thoughts is what becomes permissible becomes acceptable, and I don't know what kind of example we're showing our, our youth that it's permissible to do drugs in public because a lot of times the people that are using them don't dispose of their needles properly, mm-hmm. and, you, and if they're doing it in a public park, you have kids that can get pricked by it. And, you know, the idea of safe consumption, that's so uh, that's an oxymoron. There's no real safe consumption because these guys are getting narcan all the time. Yeah. Um, I, I agree with the counselor that we basically the fourth pillar needs to be looked at. Not all this other pillars, but the fourth pillar, which is treatment. So we need to fund treatment, detox, and treatment. And when they're, and you, when they're ready, it should be available. Ron, thanks for your call. I think you hit on hit hit, hit the nail on the head. There is a con, there is a compassion fatigue out there. I think people want to help, and treatment centers exactly what you're talking about. Uh, and people do get a little tired of you giving up your streets. Uh, and I think Councillor uh, Yusuf raised a very good point. If you're out and about with your family, grocery shopping, out and about, you don't want your kids to be looking at people doing hard drugs. It's very simple. It's simple as that. Uh, let's go to Tina in Delta. Hi, Tina. Hello. Hi. What's on your mind? Yeah, thank you for taking my call. I agree with the councillor very much. I strongly oppose. Even to start with a safe injection site, 
Before we didn't have that, we we didn't have this problem. They opened this safe injection site, so it allowed many people to get in and do drugs. And now we have a big problem. And what I see is the counselors and our um, managers or the, some of the doctors and all these, they come up with solution that is a problem. Mm -hmm. So they, they, they solve a problem with a problem. So now we are getting all these young people who are supposed to be in the system, to be a good citizen, work, support themselves, and pay taxes to support the society. Now they are mentally sick. Tina, thanks for your call. Appreciate it. Uh, Council Yusuf, I've got about 30 seconds left here. Uh, when does your motion go before City Hall? Uh, so it'll be coming to mayor and council for consideration and vote not Tuesday tomorrow, but a week from now. And uh, and when other municipalities have looked at this, have they mostly passed this this type of law, bylaw similar to what you're what you're suggesting in other communities? Uh, so having had uh, quite a, a, an extensive conversation with the mayor of Kamloops as he was attempting to do something similar, uh, we kind of sharpened uh, one another's tool by considering those spaces that are within the purview of municipal government rather than a complete citywide ban, which would not qualify, of course, under the current uh, regime with the 2.5 grams of decriminalization, focusing on city parks and outdoor ga public gathering spaces that are owned and operated and managed by the city is where that sweet spot that is within our control. And of course, again, I hope that this is uh, a sign for the provincial government that uh, we need their assistance. We need them to shift gears away from uh, the current program and start funding more treatment and really help us get our brothers and sisters off the street, out of the grips of addiction, and back into a good life. Councillor Yusuf, thanks for your time. Thank you for uh, having me.